Welcome to Biblical Perspectives on Aging, the podcast where you and your church will find answers to the difficult questions that arise as we grow older. On behalf of the Baptist Home, this is your host, Dr. Andy Brames. Today on the podcast with me, I have Kyle Scott and Aaron Meraz, and they are with Mission Dignity, which is a a really important part of Guidestone. And gentlemen, Kyle is the uh, operations director, and Aaron is what was your title again, Aaron? I'm the I'm the director. The, I'm over the whole thing. The director of Mission Dignity. So, gentlemen, if just as we begin here, uh, if you would. Just share a little bit about yourself, uh, your role at Guidestone, specifically your role as a part of Mission Dignity, and then we'll get into actually what Mission Dignity is specifically. Okay, well, my name is Aaron Meraz, and I'm the Director of Mission Dignity. I've uh, been director since 2019. I pastored for 20 years uh, before this, and I was a professor for six years before uh, coming to Guidestone. And um, it's just been an honor to help out our retired ministers and widows uh, in these, especially during these last few years. They're just, uh, they're just an amazing group of people. They really are. Yeah. I'm Kyle Scott, the operations manager. My role, uh, I started about two years ago. Aaron hired me in December of 2019. So I got about a good four months in the office before the world got turned upside down, but uh, it's it's been a blessing to serve as well, and I so where Aaron takes over kind of the vision of the department and the direction of the department, I I help the team carry out that direction vision on a day to day basis, uh, and that involves every, everything from fundraising goals being accomplished to uh, recipient identification and program management, as well as overseeing some volunteer aspects uh, that we're trying to really ramp up. But it's more day to day operations that I take care of, whereas Aaron is more overall vision and uh, direction of the department. Okay. Okay, great. Well, uh, again, both of you are part of Guidestone, and I just want to touch just a moment on Guidestone, and I'll let you all do that because you know Guidestone better than I do. Many of, many of our listeners uh, will be retired pastors uh, or work within the Baptist system overall and probably have some, some uh, connection with Guidestone, but for those that don't, gentlemen, could you just share just a, a hint of information about Guidestone before we dive directly into Mission Dignity? So uh, let's just start with Mission Dignity first, because actually Mission Dignity is the original ministry assignment of Guidestone from 1918 okay. all the way to today. Uh, we were considered the heart of Guidestone. And so, uh, of course, along the way, retirement and annuities uh, were, were formed and then insurance and uh, health insurance and life insurance, as well as uh, property and casualty insurance for our um, churches. And then, of course, uh, we the capital management is another part of Guidestone where we do, we have the largest uh, values based funds where that any anybody who wants to invest in values based funds can invest in our Guidestone funds. And so uh, it's 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 very extensive, but it's the heart of it is still mission dignity. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that that's the heart. That was the core. How Guidestone got its start, one hundred and what three years ago, right at the time of the the uh, the, the previous major pandemic. Uh, yes, that we've, right. That we've come to know about, right? But yes. so, what exactly is mission dignity? What was its purpose? Why why did Guidestone begin with that premise? 
So Mission Dignity honors retired ministers, workers, and widows struggling to meet basic financial needs uh, through advocacy and financial assistance. And so we are basically the arm of Guidestone that reaches out to the retired minister and the widow of the retired minister as well, because we make a commitment not only to the minister, but also to his widow. Uh, and we, we continue to provide the uh, monthly grants and the emergency grants or expense grants uh, to take care of one-time needs. And then we also give them a $400 Christmas check every year. So it's, we'll get into all the finances of it, but, uh, but it really is a, an extensive ministry and it's, it's the heart of Guidestone. It's uh, where everybody looks and says, man, this, this is the thing that I can get behind, taking care of widows, taking care of retired ministers, giving double honor to them so that they might be able to provide, uh, be provided for and have the dignity that they deserve in their retirement years. Mm -hmm. It almost sounds biblical. Take care of widows. Yes. <laughs> we often say we, we, uh, that, that's our strongest. That's our strongest appeal. Is that it's biblical, and yes. so that's the that's the beauty of it. But uh, Kyle can actually give you some some uh, uh, some of our guidelines and so on. Uh, who we help and so yeah. on and so forth. Yeah. So when when we get an application, when someone hears about our ministry and they think that sounds like me, I want to apply and see if I'll get accepted or get put on a mission dignity grant, we really look at four things. First is age. So we look for people who are 65 years of age or older, that retirement age that's pretty standard across the U.S. And then we look at years of service. So they have to have 10 or more years of paid Southern Baptist service, which a lot of people, when they hear mission dignity, automatically think pastor. We also help custodial personnel who've served in churches. We help secretaries who've served in churches admin assistants, uh, really, if you've been a part of a Southern Baptist organization and you've served 10 or more years and been paid for it, you will qualify based on that. Uh, and then we look at income and assets. So for income, we look at their monthly income. For singles, it really breaks down to about $2,150 a month or less that they have to make. Uh, for couples, it's about $2,900 or less a month that they have to make. And then for assets, we actually just raised the asset limit to match inflation standards over the past 20 years. And that really breaks down to about $45,000 in liquid assets. We don't count houses or cars. If we did, no one would qualify. Sure. So we, we really look at checking accounts, savings accounts, any investments in retirement that they do have. And really, if you meet those requirements, those four eligibility requirements, you'll qualify outright uh, and you'll start receiving that double honor that we so desperately want to give to people who've served their whole lives for the Lord and his church. And the view in, in uh, 2022, we're actually going to raise the amount of, of monthly grants uh, from 50 to $100 or from 50 to $150 a month, depending on if they're single or a couple. And uh, so now they'll, they'll receive anywhere between 275 to $750 a month, depending on if they're a single couple. And if they're just above poverty level or below poverty level, those who are below poverty level and who have served the longest for 25 years or more, they'll receive anywhere from 550 if you're single or 750 if you're a couple. And that's a very significant uh, adjustment that we're making at the beginning of January 2022. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Now, just for one clarification, Kyle, in, in what you were saying, you mentioned that if someone has served in various capacities, not just as pastor or uh, on pastoral staff, mm -hmm. is that part-time as well? Is that full-time only just for clarification purposes? Yeah. So when we say paid service, really, we recognize that not everyone gets a full-time salary. And so when we say paid, what we mean is if you've had to file a 1099 with the IRS, which the most recent threshold for that is $600 a year. Uh, so if you make that much in uh, capacity in a Southern Baptist church organization or entity, you'll qualify uh, based on that. But I will say that most of our, uh, uh, most of our recipients are ministers or widows of ministers. 60% of our, of our recipients are widows. Yeah. And uh, then it's, it's just an amazing thing. One out of four is, is a widow at the age of 85. We do have about seven that are uh, 100 years and older. One of those is still teaching Sunday school. Not paid service necessarily, but certainly <laughs> yeah. still serving. That's wonderful. That is you know, wonderful. there's no retirement in the ministry. So. Right. <laughs> and they don't, they don't consider themselves as retired. In fact, most of our people... Um, they just they just see themselves as continuing the ministry that God is giving them, and we're continuing to help them along. For instance, there's one in Alabama that's 82 years old. He's been uh, been in the same church for the last 30 years, been in the same area for the last 52 years. He said that he's outlived all the, all of his deacons, and then he's also uh, uh, the new deacons that are being ordained by him. He led to the Lord as they were teenagers. Okay. Uh, Church gives him a certain amount per month, uh, which is very little. And then we provide him and his wife $750 a month, well, $600 a month, beginning in January 2022, $750 a month, so that he can continue to preach and do the things that he's doing, even at the age of 83. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a great ministry. So uh, just to get a little bit practical, I know there's a little bit of theory, but you all have not only the numbers of helping people, but you you know the stories, you know uh, the, the numbers behind, you know, you, the numbers that you just gave, Kyle. A part of this is helping people who don't have the resources during quote-unquote retirement years, even though we don't retire, as you just mentioned, Aaron, but I don't want this to sound negatively, but why are many pastors unprepared for retirement? I mean, that that could be taken negatively. I don't mean it that way, but just mm -hmm. uh, how would you answer the the lack of preparation of many for retirement? So the, the, the thing that everybody needs to remember is that everybody in Mission Dignity, all 1,900 households that we support, they each have their own story. So um, many, most of them were in small churches that couldn't provide enough, not only just for them to live on, but to put something back. And uh, so most of them were still in small churches and so on. But we also have to remember that today, this average size church is still 77 people. And so 77 people, most of the time, cannot support a full-time pastor. And so when people ask me, uh, you know, how long is Mission Dignity going to be around? I always say until Jesus comes. <laughs> because uh, the reality is, is that Jesus said the poor will, be all, all, will always be among you. And that includes pastors and their widows. Uh, and, but every single one has a different story. I will say that most of our retired ministers and widows 
that are supported by Mission Dignity, try to make it as long as they can on their own. Uh, the average age that they start receiving Mission Dignity uh, service or assistance is 77. So they try and make it as long as they can. However, one catastrophic illness, one very difficult life change, and all of a sudden they're in trouble. And so they aren't able to uh, provide for themselves at that point. Many of times their children just don't have, uh, they haven't, they haven't, their children haven't done very much better than they have. And so, um, so it's just one of those things that it's unique to every single one but it's very, very much needed because uh, we, we've been around 103 years for a reason and, and they still need that assistance in their declining years. Thank you for joining us today. In the next episode, I will continue the conversation with Aaron Meraz and Kyle Scott as we continue to discuss the ministry of Mission Dignity, a part of Guidestone. Biblical Perspectives on Aging is brought to you by Baptist Homes and Healthcare Ministries, a ministry committed to setting a Christ-like standard of care for the aging. For more information, go to thebaptisthome.org. That's all one word, thebaptisthome.org. Together, we can be the voice for the aging. Thank you for joining us for this interview today. The Baptist Home has provided Christ-like care to the aging since 1913. To learn more about the biblically informed resources and solutions provided by The Baptist Home, go to www.thebaptisthome.org. Again, www.thebaptisthome.org. You will find links to previous podcasts, a growing number of church resources, and detailed information about residential and long-term care communities. Until next time, this is your host, Dr. Andy Brams, asking you to be a voice for the aging.